Hello and welcome to the International Critical Incident Stress Foundation CISM Live Series. My name is Kelly and I'll be your host for today's discussion. Today we're joined by guest speaker, Reverend Rob Dewey, to discuss giving thanks and gratitude. Rob Dewey is an Episcopal priest who has lived in Charleston, South Carolina for 30 years. In 1990, he began a full-time nonprofit ministry to minister to first responders and victims of crime. During his tenure of service, he served as the lead chaplain for 40 different agencies, including local, state, and federal agencies. He has been a member of ICISF since 1996 and is also ICISF faculty. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate you inviting me to be with y'all today. And we're excited to have you. Um, before we get into today's discussion, we are actually looking to improve our CISM Live series in 2022 and make it even better for you, our viewers. <laughs> if you have a few minutes, uh, please click on the link in the description and fill out the survey and let us know what topics you'd like to see discussed next year. So today we're actually going to discuss giving thanks and gratitude and ways that we can give thanks and show gratitude uh, during this upcoming holiday season. Uh, so Rob, this past year has been a struggle for many of us. Have you found that folks are resilient coming out of this year to the point that they can give thanks? Again, thank you for having me. I, I think that giving thanks is a uh, something that we are challenged to do 365 days a year and mm -hmm. uh, but we get it gets focused on certainly during this time of year of Thanksgiving and the other holidays and um, so we have needed to be resilient uh, within our lives and our jobs and our families and sometimes we may not have been uh, as good as we want to be, but it's, um, uh, I think that as we talk further in the discussion today, that we're not an island, so we need each other. Um, and so to be able to give, give thanks uh, and meaningful thanks, we need to look for those opportunities uh, each and every day to, to thank someone that's on our squad, that's, uh, that's a uh, past first responder or someone that we have met uh, through World Congresses. And just to be appreciative to you all, the staff, for what you all do, because I know it's been a struggle of a year for y'all uh, to keep moving on and to make us better. It, it definitely has uh, been an interesting turn of events over the last uh, year and a half to two years. Um, but thankfully, due to our leadership and our board of directors, uh, they've been instrumental in helping us succeed. Um, so how does giving thanks always, or does giving thanks, I guess, always intersect with our family? You know, I think sometimes families, biological families, are one of the hardest to, uh, to give thanks to. And sometimes I, I find that maybe uh, maybe at Thanksgiving, I don't get with biological family, but mm -hmm. uh, I get with um, folks that are um, uh, more like-minded and um, that, that we can give thanks together. One of the things that I'm 
uh, doing in my semi-retired life is um, a chaplain for the Veterans Court, State Court, and the uh, Federal Drug Court, and the um, uh, State Alcohol Diversion Court. So what we did yesterday was make provision for them, uh, the participants that have drug issues but have pleaded guilty to some crimes to be able to go to a Thanksgiving dinner at one mm -hmm. of our restaurants. So we were gone on and prepaid for that so they can go if they're going to be at home by themselves. So I think especially as uh, this, uh, it, it, we're around Veterans Day also and Thanksgiving coming up, that I think that if we can reach outside of ourselves and also outside maybe of our biological families, uh, that we're going to perhaps uh, find a blessing. But as then uh, life is short. And I, I try and encourage uh, folks to keep short accounts with each other uh, when they're upset and also uh, particularly with family members because life goes quick and we need to appreciate what we have. So um, giving thanks does intersect uh, with family and we just need to see what the most healthy for us is going to be uh, to address that. Uh, thanks. And it may be just a simple card, maybe a phone call, it may be flying across the country. Uh, for me, it's not getting on an airplane. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't like the rush. As I've gotten older, I don't like the stress. So, uh, so I, I, I have, I choose to go in an off time except for Christmas, Christmas and Thanksgiving or Easter. Mm. So just do it a different time. So see what works for yourself and uh, what, where you feel blessed with your family and the people that you bring in as a non-biological family is what I would encourage us to do. Well, those are all very important tips. So thank you, thank you for sharing. Um, so is it normal not to feel a sense of thanks or gratitude? Thanks, uh, if, if you watch too much news, yes. No matter what channel you watch, I think that there's so much uh, depression on there. And I remember uh, probably before you were born, Kelly, that we had the Iranian hostage situation and I was in seminary in Pittsburgh and we ended up watching Nightline and every night at 1130. And that was depressing. And I think that um, that we need to be careful of, of where we uh Put, put our time and, and our minds and um, that it's um, easy not to feel thanks because of some of the yucky stuff that is in the world, if you will. So th that's one of the things that I get charged about in a, in a great way is coming to things like World Congress or some of your local events because mm -hmm. I'm with like-minded people. I know it's a safe place and I can give thanks there. But sometimes I think that we, um, it's hard to come off a, a scene like I used to do. I'm semi-retired now, but um, going to a uh, two children that die in a house fire and coming home at four in the morning, you know, how do you give thanks to that? Uh, but you, you look at ways to get through it and support families, support each other, and uh, it's okay to cry. And uh, it's okay, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but it's okay to share with other people and cry. So I think that you need to pull together 
uh, not only for self-care, but uh, for community care. Who is going to be your community so that you can give thanks uh, when um, you don't want to? Uh, you know, in, in the Bible, it says give thanks in everything. And I think that, you know, when you get fired from a job, when you go through a divorce, lose a child, uh, have someone pass away in a, in a traffic fatality, have a partner uh, who have died. We, I, I buried or been a part of 38 uh, first responder funerals over the last 30 years. And um, so we can come together as a, uh, as a unit and care for each other, text each other, call each other, and um, look for ways to support each other in the midst of the yucky stuff that that's thrown upon us. But I don't think that we always feel like giving thanks. One of the examples that I give when I'm teaching the pastoral crisis intervention course that George and I worked on is uh, th that we, um, if we can turn around something that has been bad and the example and look for good things that come out of it. One of the example, the example that I use a lot is when I was on ground zero day two or three and I had a fireman come up to me and said, uh, hey chaplain, will you pray for me? My uncle and my brother are inside. And so this fireman, you know, he was seemed seven feet tall. And, you know, if, if I'd said to him at that point, what do you think you can give thanks for? Not the right timing. So I, I think that, um, but if I went back to him now and, and said, hey, has anything good come out of that tragic loss? Uh, he would have some things that probably have happened that have been positive. But I think we need to be careful of our timing um, and not to give sometimes thanks too quickly uh, and just uh, be, be slow and deliberate and, and heartfelt in what we say and what we do and our actions. Well, in your example of, of crisis, uh, crisis responder that you spoke to actually um, ties in nicely to my next question, because we do have a lot of crisis responder viewers. Um, so crisis responders and other public safety heroes, they work year round through holidays, special occasions and other important um, family events. So what are some tips for them to show gratitude as this holiday season approaches? Well, in a way, it's uh, for them to show gratitude, but it's a way also for the public to show gratitude. Uh, one of the things that I, I've always tried to do in the Charleston area is uh, to have First Responders Day, where local churches and uh, uh, the community can come together and uh, recognize these folks for what they do 24-7. Uh, but I think that there's a the thin blue wall that we have for law enforcement and for for EMS and for for fire personnel that they become their own family and how important it is to to reach out to that own family and sometimes chaplains are allowed in there and sometimes peers are allowed in there but not always and uh, I think it's a uh, a great opportunity when we're invited to a firehouse uh, for Thanksgiving dinner, and I never turn it down, and I never have had a bad dinner. But That's what, very true. 
one of the things that on the ground zero that I did is I had the local media back here in Charleston mm -hmm. uh, put it out that we were receiving, uh, I was a chaplain there with uh, the disaster mortuary team out of uh, FEMA. And so we, uh, I had a truckload of cards and boxes uh, for uh, my forensic pathologists, my coroners, DNA experts. We had 317 folks up at um, New York City for that. And that blessed their hearts. And so we still have, I still have some of the letters that some of the kids sent the firemen um, and also the, the disaster mortuary response team. One of the kids actually put in his shoebox a lottery ticket. So oh, uh, I don't know how that worked out for the, for the first responder, but um, I think that especially as chaplains and peers and people that have been trained by ICISF, that we have the opportunity of bringing in a skill set that um, is certainly not taught in seminaries. And that's one of the things that, um, that George Everly, Dr. Everly and I have stressed is that the course that we teach is not for uh, uh, to take the place of seminary, but it's in addition to. So one of the things when I've trained chaplains is, is to encourage them, you know, you don't pray real quick when you get on a scene. How do you pray with a mom when her son's in the next room having just committed suicide 10 minutes early? That, that mom doesn't want those prayers right then unless they ask for it, which has really never happened to me in 28 years. So I think we need to be very sensitive to timing of uh, giving thanks, but um, now is definitely the season to, to, to do it and also uh, to keep it going in January, February, March. And kind of integrate it into a year round uh, of giving thanks and showing gratitude, I'm sure. Because, you know, they always need to know, especially because they do work uh, 24 seven and it's not just crisis responders. I mean, we're talking about mental health providers and teachers and um, a ton of other professions that are out there, airline staff. Um, one, of the, one of the adjectives that I look for is that we are cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's associated with ICISF, um, the bottom line is that we are maybe trained cheerleaders and that we, we, uh, we're looking for opportunities to cheer on those people that need uplifting. But then I think it's important to remember that, that we need uplifting sometimes too. Uh, you know, I, I went through a real difficult time about uh, in 1985 and then again in uh, about five years ago. And uh, the most recent uh, time where I had a struggle, uh, uh, George Everly was there for me. And mm -hmm. I think that we need to have friends in place before we need them in place. Uh, so look for people that can be our community and mm -hmm. to, to support us. That's and a great that's a great reminder. I mean, building community is so important. So that way, when something negative does happen or something occurs in your life that maybe is unexpected, that we're actually prepared to handle that um, or have the support system built in place for that. Well, it's like when I, um, uh, in 1996 or seven, uh, invited Jeff uh, Mitchell and George Everly down to Charleston. I really didn't know too much about uh, at that point, it was called CISD. I didn't know about too much about CISM. And, uh, but I knew what I'd been doing since 1990 was working by me going on crime scenes and helping first responders, 
and by me being there to help them with the families. So I would take care of dealing with the families of homicides or suicides. And um, uh, so then I became uh, part of the team of uh, the agencies that we assisted with. So I think that it's, um, it takes a while. It doesn't, it doesn't happen immediately to become part of that team. But uh, when you are, when you put in the two o'clock in the mornings long enough, they know that you'll be there and that you'll care for them. And that way you're giving thanks. And so um, I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention the dispatchers. I mean, we, we couldn't do our ministry. The first responders couldn't do their jobs without uh, these blessed dispatchers. And I know that you all have a book that you push about, call it, uh, to dispatchers. Um, I'm sorry, what was the book called? You know, I've, it, there, there's a book that, that has been pushed by ICISF, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. But we'll, oh, that's okay. You we'll, cut out there for a second, though. <laughs> sorry. I'm having computer issues. But I, I think that, uh, for example, we had a, um, uh, if I'm out at two o'clock in the morning, uh, no big deal if I take another 30 minutes and drop by the dispatch center mm -hmm. and see those folks. And they're going to remember that. And then we have officer-involved shooting where we have a couple officers that were killed a few years ago. Uh, not only did we send chaplains to the hospital and to the scene um, and to the squad room, but we also sent them to the dispatch center. So I didn't want to miss um, waving the flag of the dispatchers. Yeah, no, they're also an important profession, much like all of our other crisis responders and even, uh, you know, public surf, uh, safety personnel that, you know, we want to make sure that everyone's included in that because it's very true. And um, it's fun. It's fun being a cheerleader. Sometimes you need being cheered on, but it's fun being a cheerleader. It is. It is. It's a way of helping and giving back um, to those that, that you count on and those that you rely on. Um, Absolutely. On a daily basis. So. Um, so what are some other tips that you can uh, provide for us to give thanks, especially during this time of year as, as the holidays approach or even as the new year approaches? Sometimes I find that I have been reaching in too much to myself mm -hmm. and that I need to quit worrying about myself so much, but reach out a little bit. Maybe go for a ride along with, a, with an officer, care for them, go to the dispatch center. Um, and not just um, take care of myself. Self-care is good, and we'll talk about it, but um, it, it's, it's also helpful, I think, to get out of ourselves and look for different ways to touch people's lives. So I, th I think that, um, and I guess I'm going to preaching, but look for ways to reach out beyond yourself. <laughs> and I think that that helps us and helps what we're made to do, especially those trained, you know, under under you all at the ICIS um, level. So I would encourage that as much as possible. And then yes, to do this, to do the self-care uh, would be a tip. We all have been through self-care courses, but um, you know, five years ago, I, I needed some other people to care for me besides myself. Mm -hmm. So that's when the community of uh, people that we choose, that we trust uh, come in. And so I would, uh, just say to my friends that I have found that very helpful to, to have um, uh, uh, folks that, that you can uh, trust when you're going through a yucky situation. Mm 
that um, you can share with. And that's not for the whole world. You don't put it on Facebook, usually. I have a relative that puts everything on Facebook, and I wish she wouldn't. Um, but I think it is for, a, uh, for two or three people for each of us to share with and mm -hmm. to let them know that uh, we're going through a tough time. And you know the, the, the world that we live in is trying. It is yucky. It is challenging. Uh, but that we have some resourcing. And with, uh, I think, uh, you know, one of the resourcings that, that I would certainly encourage, being that I'm in a clergy collar, is that, that God cares for us. And God gives thanks for us because we're uh, his human vessels here on this earth. Mm -hmm. But then also that, um, that we uh, look for other ways to, to give thanks as we, uh, as we take care of ourselves as we um, uh, do the self-care and we eat healthily and we get uh, the emotional support and we get the right kind of exercise, that's taking care of ourselves. And um, I'll have you know that I now play three hours of pickleball every morning. Oh, wow, yeah, that's amazing. So yours truly has lost 20 pounds. And Congratulations. It's been fun. So over the last three years, I've picked that up and we have about 40 people that come every morning and it's basically the same group and we've become a community and we're looking at Christmas time together and things like that. So, you know, you can find community where sometimes you least expect it. And I think that one of the challenges I had three years ago was that my whole community, if you will, was built into all, all of it being first responders or chaplains. So for, for me, I, I needed to, and I did, have other outlets besides uh, my ministry. And mm -hmm. I think that's important for us not to uh, uh, be so really heavily involved with one thing that we have other avenues of support and of uh, caring uh, that will help us in those, uh, those times that are, are challenging. Oh, and finding things to do that you love, you know, on a daily basis are also, like you said, are very important. Um, so the fact that you you shared that personal story about how you picked up pickleball, I mean, that's that's amazing. And yeah, for an old guy, 69 years old to play uh, three hours every morning, I, um, I challenge George or Jeff to keep up with that. <laughs> well, you're doing phenomenal. Um, so that's that's should count for something in and of itself. Um, so how can family members or friends of CISM responders and, and public safety personnel show gratitude uh, during the holiday season? I think as, as I was saying before, I think to reach outside of ourselves, uh, but I we have to make sure that, that we're good to go uh, mm -hmm. before we can give to others or else uh, we're gonna give from an unhealthy place. So I, I, I think that we, um, we can certainly use Thanksgiving Day or that time around there as a platform, but uh, I think that anybody that is, uh, uh, or most people watching this, are going to be the cheerleaders that I have mentioned before that want to be a cheerleader 24-7, 365. And um, so maybe let this Thanksgiving be a platform to moving on to other ideas of what would work in your community 
within your department uh, to, to make a difference. We all have only this much time in our lives maybe. And so let's look for those opportunities that we can create. Uh, sometimes when I teach the uh, Pastor Crisis Intervention course or the uh, Church Safety course with uh, Dr. Victor uh, Wilson, is uh, the folks will come up to me and say, well, what do I do now? I've taken your course. I say, you know, you're getting the tools. Now go out and do it. Go out and make yourselves available. So mm -hmm. if we just sit in our offices, not going to come to us. We've got to, we've, we have to go out and reach out to them and not mm -hmm. just expect that um, the community is going to come to us. None of us are that good. Not even the former Dr. Billy Graham. None of us are that good, but that we have uh, some skill sets that can uh, that we can use some tools in our tool belt, mm -hmm. as it's called, that we can go out and put our tool belt to work and uh, to look for opportunities of, of serving and being cheerleaders for those that need cheering on. And then they're going to look for other opportunities that they can cheer on also. So um, cards, letters, dropping by, uh, a, uh, a day honoring your first responders. Uh, so, um, and the ICIS staff. So whatever you can think of, do something different maybe this time of year. Not, not something that we've done over the past few years, unless it's working for sure, keep doing that. But look at doing something maybe different this year. Um, the one thing that we're doing different is providing that meal for those going through the court system. Mm -hmm. uh, that are pled guilty to charges. And so we're trying to help them kick the, kick the habit. So that's stretching me a little bit out of my comfort zone because I always helped on the other side of the fence. So that would be just a couple of things, Kelly, that I would think about. Those are all wonderful tips, not only for crisis responders and public safety personnel, but also for the family and friends of, of those, uh, those same responders. So uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Certainly, yes. <laughs> this has been a wonderful conversation. Um, now, if anyone would like to learn more about Rob Dewey's uh, ICISF courses that he's he's thoughtfully uh, created or uh, has taught in the past, we're actually going to put a link to the pastoral crisis intervention uh, description down in the um, description below. So that way you guys can learn more and uh, and hopefully register for some of his upcoming trainings. <laughs> um, if you've enjoyed our discussion today and would like to learn more about giving thanks and gratitude, uh, Reverend Rob Dewey has uh, actually put together a helpful PDF with some tips, tricks, and just some overall guidance. Uh, we're actually going to provide that to all of our viewers today um, for free to download. Uh, so feel free to download it and click on the link in the description below and actually share it with your coworkers, peers, and family. If you guys are looking for additional giving thanks and gratitude content on the ICISF resources page, we have past SISM news articles on this topic. Uh, to learn more and read the articles, you can visit icisf.org backslash resources. We actually have a new article coming up this month about giving thanks and gratitude. 
So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can sign up for our emails to be notified of all of our SISM resources by clicking on the link in the description. <laughs> Another great resource is our member-only LifeNet newsletter. You can join thousands of others by signing up for ICISF membership and gain access to our quarter life, quarterly LifeNet newsletter where members worldwide provide helpful articles about SISM lessons learned, quick tips, and even heartfelt stories about how CISM has helped them in the field. And once you become a member, you can also view all of our previous LifeNet articles as well. <laughs> so to sign up and become a member today, you can actually visit our website, icisf.org backslash sections backslash membership, or click the link in the description below. I want to thank uh, Reverend Rob Dewey for joining me today to discuss giving thanks and gratitude. As we head into the holiday season, these tips will be very helpful. Um, and I just want to say thank you to all of our first responders, our crisis responders, our public safety personnel that are going to be um, serving or working um, throughout the holiday seasons as they come up between now and the first of the year. Thank you all for what you do on a daily basis uh, for all of us. And uh, the ICISF staff would like to wish everyone a wonderful holiday season. And Kelly, for those of us that are out here, thank you to you and all the staff that works with you for what you all do to keep us motivated. You're very welcome. It's, it's a pleasure from all of us at ICISF. Uh, we, we're definitely passionate about the work that we do for all of you all, and um, we value each and every one of you. <laughs> so if you've been uh, found today's discussion to be beneficial, uh, make sure to give this video a thumbs up or even leave a comment down below. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Until next time, uh, we'll see you all then.